There's a lot of fear going into using social media and don't fear it. Just look at it as as a way to create opportunity. And I tell all my clients that you're creating your future one post at a time. Funny because I don't think a lot of my actors who are friends know this, but a lot of times when I'm looking at them, I'm almost writing roles for them that they, that they don't even know yet. I wish that someone would have told me, no matter what you learn, always keep doing you. Always keep doing everything you do, no matter what you're taught and learned. You know what I mean? And so that's something that I really wish because even though I'm still a very bold person, I know I'm not near as bold as I used to be. I mean, I would have walked into William Morris and been like, hey, here's my headshot and resume. So when do you guys want to set the meeting? But the more that I was filming and, you know, talking with people, I felt like I had to go deeper and deeper and deeper. So the levels of the layers kept going deeper. I didn't think I would have to go that deep. There was so much information to be revealed and, and told. As a filmmaker and a storyteller, you have to be open to things that weren't your initial idea. You have to be open to, to new avenues because in those moments you'll find inspiration and you'll find a, you know, a third path that you didn't even realize was there that really is the best one for your story. And welcome to the Cinema After Dark podcast. My name is Max Cole and I'm the host and producer of this show. And I am broadcasting from the entertainment capital of the world, sunny Los Angeles, California. The sun has set and the moonlight is now upon us. Thank you so much for joining me on this broadcast tonight. I want to remind all of our listeners that you can listen to all of the episodes of this show if you subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. You can also find us on Stitcher, TuneIn, and Google Play. Remember, if you or someone you know would like to be a guest, on this podcast, make sure you reach out to me via the contact link on our website. Please make sure you have some skin in the game, though, prior to reaching out. And by skin in the game, just need to have a few credits under your belt. We certainly value that for credibility. Also strongly encourage you to follow us on Twitter at Cinema After Dark for the latest show updates. I want to remind everyone listening that this is an information and discussion-based show. We do not censor ourselves, and we certainly do not censor our guests, so please keep in mind that the views and opinions expressed on this podcast may not reflect the views and opinions of the host. I am thrilled to bring tonight's guest on the program, and she's certainly a resource for aspiring and actors that are out there doing their thing right now. I think some of the practices that she is sharing tonight are certainly transferable, whether you're a filmmaker or someone that works in the industry. But her name is Heidi Dean, and she's a social media expert and strategist. And let me tell you a little bit about Miss Dean. Heidi Dean is the industry's top media expert for actors and the creator of marketingforactors.com. That's number four. She has worked with Broadway stars, Emmy Award winners, recording artists, directors, producers, filmmakers, and many more. Heidi is a graduate of NYU's Tisch School of the Arts and was a professional SAG and AEA actor for more than 20 years in theater, commercial, voiceovers, print, and television, combining her years of experience with cutting-edge social media strategy. Her online classes help actors create more acting opportunities, build an audience, and make powerful connections using social media. Just a wealth of knowledge and information that I believe will be very, very useful for those listening to this podcast. Now, this is that part of the show where I ask first-time listeners and long-time listeners 
make that fresh batch of popcorn, sit back, relax, and get comfortable while you listen to tonight's guest. Welcome to the Cinema After Dark podcast, Heidi. And uh, yeah, thank you for coming on the show and hanging out with us today. I am really excited to have you on the program. I was telling you that off air. Gosh, you're doing so many wonderful and fantastic things to help actors. So it's a pleasure to have you on the uh, podcast today. Well, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Now, let's sort of dive right in here and give our listeners a little bit of context and start with your backstory. Would you mind sharing where you were born and raised and really how you got started in this crazy thing we call the entertainment industry? <laughs> well, I was born and raised in Orange County, California, uh, actually in a little town called Tustin. And so, yeah, let's go right way back. I actually, I did start as an actress in California when I was about 10 years old. And I got my SAG card. I joined Equity. I worked in print, voiceovers, theater. I did some television and commercials. I attended Orange County High School of the Arts. And then I went to NYU. And I was fortunate to work as an actress for about 20 years. But after that time, so that's how I started in entertainment. But after that time, I started to shift my focus to marketing. Right. And I'll give you the Reader's Digest version. But I actually, it started with helping my husband, Philip Hernandez, who's a Broadway and television actor, mm, right. with his marketing. Mm -hmm. And I started helping him with his online marketing for his acting career and his music and his teaching. And fast forward a bit, in this process, he started to seeing amazing results and just a lot of success online. So the rest is history. Things just took off. Through referrals, I started working with other established actors, running their social strategy, and then that expanded even more. <laughs> and <laughs> now I've worked with Emmy winners, Broadway stars, producers, directors, and all sorts of content creators with their social media. So yeah. that's how the marketing came about. Right. And where I really got my feet wet was with the day-to-day -day running of accounts for artists. So I wasn't just coaching people on their social strategy. When I started, I was actually running their accounts and even interacting as them. So I found myself talking to actors every single day on social media. Wow. And I started to see that, that actors needed guidance. They were making so many mistakes because nobody was teaching this PR social media training that more established actors were getting. And that's how marketing for actors came about. So it came out of my consulting business and it, it really started as a blog, really just to educate actors about how to use social media correctly for, for their careers. And I think in May is when the blog was launched and I started that Twitter page and it's really become the premier resource for actors. Sorry, May, two years ago. <laughs> That'd be quite a story. <laughs> so it'll be two years ago in May. And uh, it's it, I've got an amazing community of over 40,000 artists that are just growing every day. And it's, it's really quite exciting. Yeah, it's quite remarkable to say the least. And I know many of our listeners might not know exactly what a social media strategist does despite the title itself i mean it's sort of obvious but it may not be so obvious to some people would you mind explaining how your services can help actors 
Oh, sure, sure. Well, I say my job is to turn social media rookies into rock stars. And that's (laughs) really what I do. But more specifically, I look at my different clients and I take their goals for the industry and I find the best social media strategy to meet them. So it's it's exactly what it sounds like. And that's different. It's it's different if you're a content creator and you want more eyes on your project or an artist who wants to build an audience or more specifically an actor who wants to connect with people who can hire them. There's a social strategy for all of these goals and it's it's my job to find it and to create it. Right. And I love it. It, it keeps me on my toes. I, I love learning. So it's a great field for me to be in because it's every client is different and It's just a fun job because social media is constantly evolving and changing and updating all the time. And it's it's a full time job just keeping up with the changes in social media. And I'm I'm so glad I can bring that to actors because then they have more time to act and they don't have to keep up with those changes and that strategy. Right. It's fascinating. One of the things that I think really sticks out about you and that I appreciate, too, is that you have some skin in the game. I'm always saying that on this podcast, folks that have some skin in the game and we bring folks that have skin in the game because that establishes credibility and you're certainly somebody who has had you've been in front of the camera you know for years and can certainly relate to actors need from a social media standpoint so i think that's really fascinating you know you saw a need and you know you're really filling that need and providing that service for folks and i think that establishes a really good comfortability with those that are in need of these services which is pretty much everyone so <laughs> it really is exactly um, i understand both sides i understand what it's like to be an actor i understand how much they want to do this and but i understand the social media side and there's really right now at least there's no one else in the in the business that does that that doesn't have another job i do this full time i do this 24/7 right, right. <laughs> i'm like social media 24/7 365 so i don't have a busy casting schedule i don't teach acting i'm not an actress on the side i do this all the time so i feel like that's really something i can offer ac- actors that that other people can't because i eat breathe and and live social media i just i love it Oh, that's fantastic. Now, why should every actor be on social media right now? Hmm. Well, there's lots of reasons. And actually, if you would have asked me this question a year ago, I would have had a different answer, actually. Yeah. Because because things are really changing in the industry. It's 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 very interesting. And so I'd say I guess the the biggest reason is that that it's becoming your job. It's really becoming part of an actor's job because we're actually seeing this in contracts. We're seeing posting in contracts. We're seeing uh, live tweeting requirements in contracts now. And it's not just in the film and TV world that we're seeing this. Even Broadway has realized the power of social media. They've begun live streaming shows and, and many shows have been doing all sorts of Snapchat and Instagram takeovers. And even actually I was on the DearEvanHanson.com for, for the new Broadway musical. I was on that mm, site yeah. this morning and I was looking at the cast members bio page. And it's so interesting because I had their picture they had their bio. And then under everyone's picture on their special page, big links to Twitter, a big link to Instagram. It almost like it, it almost overshadows everything else on the page. Oh, but man. the producers were so smart because they understand that if the fans for the show have access to the cast, mm-hmm. then conversations happen. And the more conversations that occur about their show on social media, the more eyes they'll get and the more butts they'll get in the seats. So it's um it's just interesting that it's becoming more and more an actor's job to be on social media. Right. I think a lot of actors really thought that having to use social media was going to go away. They thought it was going to be some kind of 
fad, right? Yeah. And in business is the same thing. You know, we saw the same thing happen when headshots went from black and white to color years ago. Right. And every <laughs> actor held out as long as they could. They held on to those black and whites. Yeah. And, you know, I was one of them because I was still acting then. I will, I will admit it. <laughs> but, you know, I'll, I'll give actors fair warning, though. It's like you can keep holding out, but you don't want the reason you start using social media to be because you lost a job or you missed out on an opportunity. And that is what I'm seeing more and more. And it's one of the main reasons I get clients is because they're getting sent to me from their agent or their manager because they're missing out on opportunities because the producers are saying, where's their social media? And not just their numbers, but where's their social media? They're not even on Twitter. They're not on Facebook. That would be the biggest thing I'd say is why every actor should be on social media is that it's becoming part of your job. And in five years, you're going to get left behind because it will be part of your job. Absolutely. And it's so important nowadays in today's society with tech being what it is to make these types of connections, these one-on-one connections with people. I think before there was sort of like this invisible door that was up that kind of separated folks that work in the industry from folks that are uh, watching the screens. And I think that that has certainly changed. People really want to feel more connected with other people nowadays. And social media certainly provides a platform for people to form those and develop those connections. Not only that, it's one of the best ways to find work. So it's quite remarkable how things have changed to an industry, I think, that was so uh, almost uh, secluded, almost mysterious to one where everything's out there nowadays. And and speaking of that, Heidi, you know, (laughs) I, I know a bunch of actors that struggle with what they post on social media, they're wondering what they should post. Hell, I'm not even an actor and I struggle with that myself. I imagine there are actors out there that are wondering, should I be posting, you know, this cat or dog picture? Uh, is this duck face selfie appropriate? You know, should I post this picture of me flexing in front of a mirror? I don't know. I mean, quite frankly, one of the things that's interesting is we're bombarded with all different types of interesting social media posts with really each passing second, if you think about it. Do you have any tips that could help kind of solve this dilemma, you know, whether someone is new on social media or, you know, whether someone utilizes it every day. I think a lot of actors might be listening to this and are wondering, you know, what the hell do I post? (laughs) It's true. And that's such a great question. And I do actually have tons, tons of fixes for what to post on social media. And it, it depends. It depends what you're using social media for. It depends if you're an actor and you're using it as a personal brand. If you're a content creator, it's going to be a little bit different with what you're going to post. But it can be really difficult to come up with fresh ideas all the time. And actually, I laugh that you just phrased that like that because <laughs> I didn't talk to you about what I'm going to be doing in a couple of weeks at all. Oh my. But in a few weeks, I'm hosting an, an absolutely free web class called What the Heck Do I Post on Social Media? Mm. <laughs> Pretty much what you just said. Yeah. Because it's such a big challenge. And I'm going to actually reveal 20 examples of what to post when you book a job. So starting from that initial audition post to the throwback Thursday two years later to help increase your visibility, build buzz for your career, and of course, eliminate some of the pressure of always asking, what the heck do I post on social media? (laughs) So so definitely, if you're listening to this, look out for this announcement coming up soon. And actually, I made a special page for your listeners at marketingforactors.com, and that's the number four, and marketingforactors.com forward slash cinema. And I'll make sure I have the info there for this free class, because it's going to give you tons of posting ideas. Mm, Wonderful. But in terms of what to post not for your actor's life, you really need to go 
and figure out who you are. And what I call it is putting the me in your social media. And I walk all my clients through a three-step process to help them do this and to really define who they are. And not just as an actor, but as a person. Right. One of my favorite quotes is this Dolly Parton quote that's find out who you are and do it on purpose. Mm, and yes, love Dolly Parton. Out, <laughs> yeah, she's awesome. Yeah. She's the queen of personal branding. Oh, so yes. <laughs> <laughs> she's found out who she is and she does it on purpose everywhere. Right. And that actors need to do. If you can find out and pinpoint what you do better or differently than everybody else and do it on purpose everywhere, you know, at auditions, at on your website and emails, and especially on social media, you will never wonder what to post. Mm. And I mean, it's a bigger process than that. But if you identify your strengths, your talents, your interests, your hobbies, even your weaknesses, a lot of people don't want to talk about their weaknesses on social media, but you should. That's what your audience they want to know about you. They want to know what makes you you. And that will include some things you're not good at. So I tell my clients to take out a piece of paper and write these things down. And you will have so many posting ideas because these are everything that makes you you. Right. I also coach them to also, there'll be things on this list that you don't want to talk about publicly. Yeah. yeah. And, By the way, and, do you mind if mm -hmm. I interject here? Because that's something that I would love for us to kind of lead into. Would you mind sharing some of the mistakes that actors make on social media? Oh, sure. There's so many. So, Because uh. <laughs> <laughs> it is something that uh, some may not be aware of, you know, that they're doing right this moment. Like literally someone is tweeting a mistake that could actually hurt them. Yes, yes. And, and there, what I mentioned in the beginning is when I was actually running accounts, that's where I started seeing all these actors making all these pretty career-sabotaging mistakes. Yeah. So let me think about what the biggest mistake would be. I think the biggest mistake would probably be just self-promoting all the time. Mm, so yes, really thinking about social media in the wrong way. And I think most actors, they think about social media like a television. They, right. they think it's a television and you're broadcasting your message out there. But instead of thinking of it as a television, thinking of it like a telephone, mm. because it's it's a conversation and that will actually change the way you post as right. well. You, if you always think of it as a conversation, then you won't, you won't feel you won't feel like you're, you're self promoting. I think that's a big mistake I see actors doing, doing all the time. Right. Right. So really making that switch. So, so using social media, like a telephone to talk with people instead of a television to talk at people. I love that. That's... Yeah, you'll see like it's going to change your reach. It's going to change your engagement. It will change everything. Right, right. Another mistake would be obviously not taking the time to create an awesome first impression. Hmm. Nowadays, the first place you might meet someone is online. Right. And whether it's because it's a self-submission or you're, you're doing social networking or even through a Google search, since a lot of times for us, our social media is the first thing that pops up when people look us up. So your first impression is crucial. And I, I actually read recently that you only have about two seconds to make a first impression on social media. Wow. So really ask yourself, what kind of first impression are you making in these two seconds? And, you know, not having that header or cover photo or not creating your channel art for your YouTube channel. These things don't take very long to do, but it's amazing real estate to show us more about you and get us to follow you and find out more about you. Oh, and wonderful. a lot of actors just leave that blue background blank, you know, or they put an ocean scene from their latest vacation or a, a picture that 
is formatted wrong, so it cuts off half your face. Right. And it, it's a quick fix, but it makes a big impression because it's one of the first things you see. They actors aren't optimizing their bios. Mm. They're not. They're not optimizing their usernames. They're keeping their username from high school. That's cutie pie five. Forgetting that this is your first impression. This is a business, right. and you might want to change that name. Right. And um, and this is how people are going to look you up as well. So um, those are some of the biggest problems with yeah. The, yeah. the first impression. You know, it's interesting that you um, mentioned that. By the way, you make a lot of interesting points here. One thing that I've always wondered is well. And this is something that I see often is you see a lot of folks out there, actors and just general people who utilize Twitter that kind of utilize it as a diary. Like it almost seems like there's too much that one is saying as well. I imagine it's an interesting balance between, you know, what should I say and what shouldn't I say? Is that something that you help actors kind of figure out too as well? Oh, definitely. So like when, what I was saying before, the first step in putting the me in your social media is defining what makes you you. But then the second step is deciding what I call your nanyas are, which are your nanya businesses. You know, it's, it's <laughs> if you went, you know, to an interview, you'd have certain topics that might be off limits, especially if you were, you know, an A-lister. And I call them the nanyas because, you know, if you put them out ahead of time and you define them ahead of time, you don't have to reply nanya business during the during the interview. <laughs> so you figure out what makes you you, and then you decide what those nanyas are. So you decide what might be too much information or what might not be serving your brand right now. You may decide that talking about your kids is fine, but posting pictures of them isn't. Or maybe who you vote for or where you worship or who you love is off limits because, you know, frankly, it's none of your business. It's totally your call. And that's different for everyone. You see actors like Kerry Washington who are, you know, social media rock stars. She is great at leveraging her social media for the things she cares about projects, yeah. but she has made a fine line that says, I do not talk about my kids yeah, and I don't talk life. about my husband. Right. And that includes when people start, you know, rumors that aren't true. Yep. I don't talk about it. I don't address it. And then there's other people like Jim Gaffigan, Kevin Hart, <laughs> all sorts of people that have no problem of course, their comics that <laughs> yeah. have no problem talking about their families. In fact, Jim Gaffigan I does it him. and it's part of who he is yeah. and part of you know, his brand as a comedian. Yeah. So I think it is important to figure out, to figure out your limits and what you want to talk about and what you don't want to talk about. Yeah. And really treating your online communication just like your offline communication. And that's another big mistake I see actors making because for some reason, actors, sometimes they do treat it like their diary, but they would never do that offline. Right. So they need to make sure they, they treat them the same. There, there's no difference between the two. And that actually can be extended to another big mistake I see. For uh, A lot of actors feel like it's okay to go on social media and ask for something before they even get to know someone. Oh, yeah. So true. Yeah. They're essentially saying, hi, nice to meet you. Can you do me a favor? It, when the first thing they say is look at my website, watch my latest YouTube video, or you know, here's my headshot. Here's my reel. Right. Or even worse, hi, nice to meet you. Can you give me some money? Because yeah. the first mm-hmm. interaction is, can you contribute to my crowdfunding campaign? Right. I but see I don't filmmakers do that opinion. all the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and as a filmmaker, I'm sure you get that as oh, yeah. well. So you just have to know, like, that's an easy fix. Right. Build a relationship. And yep. if you're going to do an ask, would you feel comfortable asking them this in person to their face? Great and point. a lot of times the answer is going to be no. So don't treat your online different than your offline communication. Oh, that's an excellent series of points. Right there you know what frustrates me heidi when i reach out (laughs) or want to connect with an actor 
And these are folks, you know, looking for work, looking for jobs, and they don't have their damn email address anywhere available, or they don't have a contact form, or they don't have a website. So you can't really get in touch with them. The only thing that they have in their profile is a link to their IMDB page, which tells me nothing. It doesn't give me an opportunity to contact them at all. I bet there are so many folks who miss out on jobs because they literally have no way or method of contacting them. And it takes literally probably 30 seconds to sign up for a Gmail account. Even if you're worried about getting junk mail or fan mail or whatever, it takes literally 30 seconds probably to set up that account and to attach that account or to attribute it to some form of your social media accounts that folks that are looking to hire you or to cast you can actually do that. It bothers me. It just drives me absolutely crazy. Like there's people that I even want to contact to come on shows such as this that have no way of contacting them. And I imagine some people feel that, you know, they shouldn't be contacted or they'll say, you know, just contact my agent or manager. I'm not sure if I really think that's the best method of marketing yourself. I mean, there are certain business inquiries that you certainly want to send to a to an agent or a manager to handle or, you know, a legal professional, whatever. But I think it's stupid nowadays to really approach social media with the, the idea that people can't contact you or not having a method of contact. That's just my own personal opinion. It is one of my pet peeves. I've heard other filmmakers talk about it too as well. There's actors that they like, but they have no idea how to get in touch with them. So yeah, that just kind of rubs me the wrong way sometimes when folks just are somewhat too busy or too important to contact because that's how it comes off. I mean, that's just my opinion, but yeah, I agree. And that's, that's part of the strategy that I do with people. I, I help, I help them choose the right social media accounts for them or platforms for them, because a lot of times the platforms they're on might serve their personal life, but they're not helping them reach their career goals. Right. So we, we figure out what their biggest, their number one platform is going to be and their number two and perhaps number three platform. Not to say they won't be elsewhere, but those are the three they're going to interact with all the time. And then setting up a strategy to make sure that they all point somewhere. And they might all point to your website or maybe maybe your Instagram gets you to go to Twitter because you're trying to build your following there and then your Twitter sends you to the website. So setting up a strategy so people can contact you and making sure that strategy is also going to help build your following, build that audience and, or build your YouTube channel. That could be part of that strategy. But always part of that strategy is some way for them to get a hold of you. And that is not sending them to your actor's access account. That's not sending them to your IMDb. That is sending them hopefully to your actor website. There are so many resources these days to set up a, a website for free. I know. It's IADB. You yep. can go set it up Wix. there in yeah, Wix, IADB. I think you can set up a website in 60 seconds for free <laughs> <laughs> and great. great templates. And so there's really no excuse. And that's what you want to do. You want to be sending them from social media to your website where they can contact you and find out more information because who knows? We think Twitter's going to be around forever. We think Facebook's going to be around forever. But the day it disappears, if you're treating that like your website, it's gone yep. and you don't have any control over it. You have no control how it looks. So really your goal should be always getting them back to a website where someone can contact you. Someone can hire you, but that's a whole nother conversation because <laughs> actors are resisting websites as well. So, but you, you need to be discoverable. If you're not enabling that discoverability as an actor, you're losing out on opportunities yep. and jobs. It's so, so true. And so, so critical. And it also bothers me when folks have contact forms that don't work. 
or they don't test out these the methods of technology that they're utilizing, where you go to a website and certain links don't work on the website or the page is down. So like, you just don't want to just create a website. You want to make sure too that you create one and you keep monitoring and make sure it works, test out that contact form, provide another way to actually reach out and connect with folks. So that's just- uh, Definitely, every time there's a WordPress update, if you've got a WordPress site, go on, Send yourself a little love letter on that contact form and make sure it works. Send yourself a nice little message and check because sometimes that's when things fall apart is where there's some kind of update for your site. So definitely that's great advice. And actors, if you're listening right now, this is a filmmaker I'm talking to right now who wants to hire you, who wants to contact you. Make sure he can. (laughs) Yes, please. Goodness. I I need to literally make that a banner. (laughs) How do you make that a banner in my social media profile? <laughs> Seriously, it's so sad. I'll get it to you by the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Seriously, it's such, you know, it, and it's funny because, you know, we laugh about this and it's so, so, so critical. I swear there are so many people that I will go to the next person, somebody that has an available profile when I'm casting or when I want to bring a guest on this podcast. You know, it's like free promotion, but I can't even get in touch with the people that need it the most personally. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's another, I'll pick my battle with that another day. (laughs) (laughs) I think this is a good platform to share that though, because it frustrates the living hell out of me, Heidi. I can't tell you how annoying it is when I try to reach out to somebody who I think might be talented and there's absolutely no way to contact them. Yet these are the same individuals often that are posting for jobs or for for somebody to help fund them with something, an Indiegogo campaign or something like that. And there's no way to contact them. It's it's crazy. It's just, it's like 101. It's like if there was a social media 101, I think one of the first things on there should be like, have a way for folks to contact you. Otherwise, you're not being so social. But anyways, let me, let me every, every platform pretty much gives you a link where someone can contact you. Right. So there's, there's really, there's no, no excuse for it. So, so true. I'm sure there might be a lot of actors and people listening to this podcast who are wondering, do I have enough followers? Are followers important? Is social media a big waste of time? Is it good for my career? You write a lot of excellent articles, let me tell you. I mean, in fact, I've read several of them myself on uh, Backstage.com. You've got them on your website as well. And they're just excellent, excellent articles, super duper informative. You recently wrote an article titled Debunking Five Myths of Social Media for Actors, which I think tackles some of these questions. Do you mind if we discussed some of these myths together? Oh, sure. That'd be great. I'm very fascinated by them. And I know myth number one is if you build it, they will come. Do you mind talking about that a bit? Oh, sure, sure. Well, I think the problem with this is most actors think, okay, I have created this YouTube channel. I've created this content and I'm going to, I'm going to set up my page and I'm going to just post videos every Monday. I'm going to put up some posts about it on Twitter and the fans are just going to show up. They're going (laughs) to, they're going to roll on in and they think they can just set it and forget it. That's a big myth because there's no real setting it and forgetting it in social media, even if you automate things, you have to be there, you have to engage. And social media takes a lot of work, especially at first when you're trying to find your voice, whether it's with your posting or your videos, and you have to see what works and what doesn't. And it's not just going to come. It's not just going to, the followers aren't going to just come right away. And even 
I think I point out in that article that the biggest YouTube stars worked really hard to grow their channels. People always think, oh, they had a viral video. It was easy for them. No, they got that viral video. And a lot of them had to work really hard to get another viral video. Mm, and they point. worked really hard to build up the subscriber counts on YouTube. Right. So you've got to post, you've got to engage with your fans on a regular basis to see the results for social media right. and to, to, to grow that audience for your career. And myth number two, you have to be good with technology to understand social media. Is that true? Do you have to be good with technology? That's completely false. I have taught so many actors that barely know how to turn their computer on how to use <laughs> social media. <laughs> and and there's, there's definitely a, a learning curve to master some platforms. Some platforms are easier than others, but that's why you have people like me to help you out. And it's completely teachable. And I haven't always been great at social media, if you can believe it, but I have learned how it works on every single platform. And actually, most of the platforms are easy to use once you figure out their language and they all have a different language. Yeah. And if, if the fear of technology has, has kept you from jumping on, on platforms like Twitter, which a lot of people find that a little less user friendly. Yeah. I have free resources on my site for that. I actually have a free class. It's a it's a 40 minute class for free called Twitter for Beginners. Right. And it right. takes um, sign up to set up. And you will know how everything navigates, you will know what every button does, and you'll know how to sign up for Twitter with right. it with this class. So there are resources out there. And when once you learn the basics, then you really just have to learn how to use it for networking, how to set up that first impression and what to post. But it's, it's not the fact you have to be good at technology to understand it. Now, myth number three is social media follower accounts are more important than talent. And I would think that is a major, major myth. I mean, if you're not talented <laughs> and you have like a billion followers, what are your thoughts on that? That's an interesting myth. Well, I, I agree because no one's going to keep watching your work, even if follower accounts get you get, get you on a TV show. Yeah. No one's going to keep watching it if you can't deliver on stage or on set. Right. But I would be lying if I didn't say that social media follower accounts haven't helped actors get cast because we are seeing that over and over again. Yeah. Whether for um, the Disney Channel, the casting directors come out and said that, that she has to say what the follower accounts are sometimes for roles for the people coming in. So so they do help people get cast right. and they do keep people from getting cast uh, yep. at, at all levels you, you see it with blockbusters you see it with network tv to indie films if you have an indie film you're gonna you're gonna be more likely to hire someone that has a following and a built-in audience than someone who doesn't even care about being on twitter so follower accounts are very very important but they're not more important than talent. So I think right. that's, that's what the myth is is that that they are important and we do see that in the industry at all levels but at the end of the day, if you're not getting your butt to acting class and if you can't deliver when you get that when you get that show, then then it's just a waste of time and you're never going to get another show. Absolutely. And your, your goal really should be that lasting career, not right. just to grow your following. Oh, so, so true. I'm so glad you just said that, especially about casting. I really do that. I don't know if other filmmakers do that. I imagine um, some do and some don't. But I literally when I'm holding a casting I even require now social media accounts, at least to share their Twitter accounts or Instagram accounts. Those are parts of me really finding out what that person's kind of about. I kind of like to know that it's kind of stalkerish in a way, though, but it's so, so critical. Like, I like to see that people have a following where they use social media because that actually may impact the marketing of the film 
you know, say when the film is released. I also like to see what people are into. I think that helps me get a little bit of a general persona before that actual initial phone call is made and to see what people are interested in. What are they talking about? There's so much that goes into you know that relationship that you form with someone you're going to create with or trust with a vision. And it's really, really important that you know folks have a social media account and that they're utilizing it and utilizing it in effective and positive ways and presenting the best version of themselves via social media. I think that's really, really critical. Uh, and it is definitely important. You know, I think uh, myself included, if I had to choose between two people, and I hate to say this, but it's just something that you do take into consideration. One has a big social media following. The other does not. They're both equally as talented. They're both perfectly fit for the role. Would I lean more towards somebody that had the larger social media account? Absolutely. That's not even a question that I would even second guess, especially if they're both equally as qualified, both fit the role. That's just the way the industry works. We want people to be able to see these projects. I think it also shows a little bit more of the social status, too, as well, because you want people to see films. You want people to care about them. But I can also say that I've done the exact opposite when I've had you know somebody who's has a, a lower social media sort of ranking or that doesn't utilize social media a lot and someone it does because I do feel that talent can be found at any level. So it kind of varies for me, but I will tell you that I personally uh, would find it a little bit more appealing to probably hire somebody that has a big social media following that utilizes it. No doubt about that because I utilize it. So I want somebody that also does the same. If I'm going to tweet about a film and include the actors that are in that film or a festival, you want those participants to also do the same thing. I think that just a social media one-on-one thing right there. So oh, definitely. And no matter what part of the industry you're in, like uh, I, I feel like people that are in theater are a little late to the game because they didn't think it was that important because I think Broadway wasn't valuing it. Yeah. But I think since Hamilton, everyone on Broadway is, is jumping on the social media right. bandwagon now, <laughs> now realizing it's important. And the same thing for the voiceover world. I mean, I actually just watched Zootopia last night, mm, which yeah. if you haven't watched Good it, movie. you should. Yeah. I think I think I tweeted last night that I think the whole world, well, the whole country right now should have a, a cup of hot cocoa and sit and watch Zootopia <laughs> and a lot of things might be better. But so um, that's, <laughs> that's my awesome. political commentary for the year. That's all I've said. But <laughs> I was looking up the actors in it because I there's a lot of big names, but there were a couple of people I didn't know. And there are a couple of people that aren't even on social media. And you could see all these people were tweeting about them and trying to involve them in the conversation. But they couldn't take that conversation any further because they weren't on Twitter. And it's just mm. such a missed opportunity. And it's just, it's a big missed opportunity with every job you have. It's what yeah. I tell my clients is what's in all of my articles and my videos that you're collecting fans with every job you do, no matter how big or small that job is, you're collecting fans on social media. And this can really pay off in the long run. And it's, it's the same reason we're seeing, you know, Academy Award winning actors like Cuba Gooding Jr. last year, he joined Twitter right yep. when the People versus O.J. Simpson debuted. Yep. And it paid off, right? Yep. You know, he got an Emmy nomination. He was on there. He's not that social savvy. Sorry, yeah. Cuba. <laughs> but, <laughs> but he was told, obviously, he needed to get on Twitter because he needed to be able to join that conversation when when it happened. Right. So, you know, that, that's just another an, another reason you have to be on there. It's not a waste of time. And it's not just about acting anymore. It's about acting and then being able to have conversations about the projects you're in. And those conversations are happening online. Oh, my. Just excellent advice right there. Now, myth number four, social media is a waste of time. I should just be acting and acting 
alone. I should not be utilizing the social media stuff because I need to be out there doing my thing. Is that true? Is that a myth? It's not a waste of time at all. And I, I feel like you should be spending you should be spending time offline building relationships and you should be spending time online building relationships. And there's really nobody that could say it's a waste of time. Now, if you spend all day watching cat videos or cute pigs and <laughs> or baby videos all day, that's a waste of time. Right. Sorry. That's what you do, people, but that, <laughs> that is not going to help further your career. But if you use it correctly, it can totally help you reach people who you would never have access to before. And I'm not just talking about casting directors. A lot of people focus on that. But filmmakers like yourself, who've, you know, you've built quite an impressive following and building relationships with people like you, with writers, with fellow actors, all these people can lead to other jobs. So there's no waste of time to doing that and to building your social influence. Oh, it's just, oh. there's, I think it's silly if you think that's a waste of time. <laughs> right, right. Even to some certain extent, building your audience is not a waste of time. Yeah. And I say building your audience, you've probably noticed a lot more than, than building your following. Yes. Because building your following has such a negative connotation to it, especially since people are getting jobs because of their follower count. Yeah. So I always say build your audience because I don't know any actor out there that doesn't care about building their audience for themselves, for the things they care about. So even building an audience for your work, for the the things you care about for those those crowdfunding projects down the road, you know, that's not a waste of time. And it's something you should be spending time on a little bit every day. Mm, excellent. Excellent. Now, I think myth number five is rather interesting and it falls in line with myth number four. Social media is too time consuming. I just don't have the time when I'm out there acting, when I'm working the day job or if I'm doing this full time, whatever the situation may be. Maybe I just don't have the time to jump on social media. What do you think about that myth? Well, I think it's, it, it is a myth because there are things you can do and things that I teach my clients that, and that are in my classes that help you run your social media in 10 minutes or less every day. And it's how I run my social media. But I think it's an excuse. I, yeah. I mean, I, I was an actor, so I understand. And, and I understand Back in the day when I was an actor, I'm going to totally date myself right now, but <laughs> all I had was my black and white headshot when I was, because I started when I was 10. So black and white headshot, I had my resume, I had, you know, I had some postcards, a business card, and I had my pager, you know, mm, yeah. and, and you know, not even my cell phone. There was no social <laughs> media. I didn't need a website. I didn't, you know, there was no sending emails to, you know, email etiquette for casting. Yeah. There was none of this. And there were, weren't even casting workshops. So you didn't even have that you know, that extra way to meet people. Right. So I understand that you have a lot to do for your career because I know how it's changed, but there are ways, there are tips, there's tools you can use to make it much easier. And you also having somebody really look at what your goals are and decide if the platforms you're on are helping you with those goals can also save you time. And I kind of touched on upon this a little while ago right. that if you're on the wrong platforms, you're going to just be wasting your time and not seeing results. So if you know what your, the, your your end goal is, then what platforms are gonna get you there the fastest? And this could be like, who do you wanna meet? Well, let's see where they play. You know, let's see the fastest, the fastest connecting point to network with those people or the fastest way to get your new project out there. So that's why a lot of people waste time because they're, they're just, they haven't aligned their goals with the platforms they're on, but uh, it's not time consuming. Yeah, I've run numerous accounts. At one point, I think I was running eight different social accounts for oh people my. and wow. 
still had time in the day. So it's right. not time consuming. My goodness. You know, it's interesting you mentioned platforms there because, and we're getting close to our break. Hopefully you can stick around for a bit because we've got so much more that I want to pick your brain about. But uh, have you found a platform or have you noticed certain platforms being a little bit more beneficial than others? Is Twitter the way to go? Facebook, Instagram? Should folks just be open to creating accounts and utilizing them on all the platforms? Now, what are you noticing? Which platforms tend to work the most or be the most effective? Because that can change from time to time. And I'm wondering if that just really depends on the connections that you're able to establish on those platforms. It's really like not just about the platform. It's how you utilize it. But I'm curious to hear your perspective. Oh, definitely. I, I agree. It, it really depends on your goals because the platform that may work for for one actor may not work at all for an, another actor. And so that's why I always start with an actor with what are your goals? Because maybe Facebook isn't for you or maybe Twitter isn't for you. And it depends where you're at in your career as well, because if you're on a show, I'm going to ask you different questions. So if you already have a built-in audience, there might be a better platform for mm, you. So right. like if you're on Pretty Little Liars or if you were on Pretty Little Liars, then you're definitely going to be wanting to use Twitter Snapchat, Instagram, you're going to be wanting to go where the younger demographic right. is, the millennials are. Whereas if you're on a show with an older audience, being on Snapchat might not be helping you. It might be a big waste of time. Now, everyone's careers change, their goals change. And so the first thing I tell everyone is make sure you grab your name across all platforms. Mm. And so that if your goals do change, somebody doesn't have your name on Snapchat or you're not you know, you're not trying to track your name down on Instagram because somebody already took it. So go grab your name and then just quickly optimize each of those profiles with your bios and your pictures and whatever they give you for, to make that crucial first impression. But you don't have to use all of them all the time. You know, pick that number one, pick that number two and pick that number three and use those. But it is different for every actor across the board. I see right now, at least right now in 2017, Twitter is the best place for actors yeah. because you have direct access to people who can hire you and you don't even need to follow them. It's also super easy to organize the people you know and that you can't find anywhere else without a third party app. And you can also, so you can stay top of mind with people you know, people you want to know. It's the easiest platform to grow an audience on. Mm -hmm. And I know because I've done it. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> and you can do live video streaming. You just have more options. So for most actors, I do think Twitter is the best place to be and Instagram a close second. The only reason why Twitter beats out Instagram is because I think there's more industry pros on Twitter right now. Absolutely. And you can organize people into lists, whereas Instagram, you have to use third-party apps that you have to pay for right. to do that. Right. And if you can organize people, then you can network and with them on a regular basis. So I'd say Twitter, then Instagram, Facebook. Yes, it's, uh, everyone's on Facebook. Most people should be on Facebook. Do they need a Facebook page? Most actors, I don't think, need a Facebook page at this point in their career. Yeah. But that also you know, depends on who they are. It's hard to not give you an exact answer, but it really no. depends, on, it depends on the person and right. depends on their audience. They're creating content. My what goodness. what's the age of your content? You know, what's the audience right. range? Right. You know, and if you're trying to connect with people, do the industry pros you know and want to know spend time on the platform? That's huge. Oh yeah, true. Mm -hmm. it's really big. So so I hope these questions oh help a little. I, and I do some blogs on the subject on my site about how to choose a platform right. and a fun quiz a la BuzzFeed that will help you choose your platform actually right. on the site. Right. So. I want to talk about that, too. You have a bit of time here because I want to take a short break and kind of give you a chance to reset. Also give our listeners a chance to reset because I want to come back 
And I really want to pick your brain about the services that you offer, your website. Uh, there's just a plethora of fantastic, and that's a capital F, tools there that you're offering folks. You know, you talk about Twitter accounts, things of that nature. You have some specific courses and things designed that you spoke about briefly, but let's really talk about them here uh, after the break. Is that fine with you? Do you want to take a, a short break? Are you cool with that? That sounds great. Okay, great. Well, we're going to take a short break here, folks, and then we'll come back with more of Heidi Dean after this break. Do not go anywhere, folks. My goodness, have we got some good stuff for you. We'll be back with more after this break. To the Cinema After Dark podcast. My gosh, we are having a wonderful discussion with social media strategist Heidi Dean. And for this half of the discussion, I do want to discuss the social media ebook that you offer, amongst other things. We've got so much to discuss here. Now, you offer a free 30 page ebook that is titled The Ultimate Social Media Checklist for Actors. And Heidi, what can actors expect inside this awesome resource that you've made available to them? Well, it, it really focuses on making that awesome first impression. So it's what we talked about before. One of the biggest mistakes actors make on social media is not optimizing their profile to really make connections and make make that first impression in those two seconds. And that's the tips in the ebook really focus on that. Anything from claiming your name and resources like Name Checker, where you can see if your name's available on multiple platforms or, you know, what photos to use or how to utilize your header or to how to tell your story in your bio or, you know, what link to use. So it goes into everything that makes that that first impression. And I also link to other things in the ebook, other videos that I have on YouTube that will help you even more. So it's not just the ebook itself. It actually links to a lot of external information I have, um, extra information for actors so it's, a, it's, a, it's an ebook and a bonus <laughs> and it's free yeah that's um really fantastic to say the least how can folks download the ebook well they can go to that page on marketing for actors that's the number forward slash cinema and there's a link right there for them to download it fantastic it's just a must do folks i mean seriously a free ebook from someone this incredible my goodness gracious this knowledgeable of this particular material you must check this out and let's talk about your website and how folks can access it it's again marketing the number four actors.com slash cinema or just marketing for actors.com now you offer and create i mean a multitude of career changing online classes or courses you could call them for actors can you speak a bit more about the online portion of the services that you offer? Because you've got the ultimate beginner's guide to Twitter, and obviously that's a free mini course that you offer, but you have the Twitter Essentials for Actors, I think it's something you mentioned earlier, course, and the Social Media Success 
bundles of five courses in the classroom. You know, the Twitter is essentials for actors, the social media headers for actors, the Facebook for actors, the Instagram for actors, the YouTube for actors. You pretty much cover it all. But would you mind talking about these courses and how you know actors may benefit from uh, really uh, signing up for them? Sure. Well, I started my online classes because I started seeing a lot of my clients uh, in my in my private coaching, facing the same problems over and over again. And I felt like it was Groundhog Day every time I work with a client. And yes, we do different <laughs> strategy, but they, a lot of them were, were, were struggling with the same concepts. And I realized that actors had so much so much money that they had to invest in their career with their headshots, their websites, now self-taping their classes. So I knew online classes would be an affordable option for them and they could still have access to my training and knowledge without the high cost and then I could help more people. So that's really why I started the online classroom and um, and the, what classes I offer actually change throughout the year and sometimes they're full. You can see a couple of my classes. Oh yeah, uh, there's, like most there's of list. I was like, wow. Yeah, I have a <laughs> list for them. So that's why actually coming up in just uh, in the end of February, I am opening registration for the 21 day social rockstar challenge. And it's going to be really exciting. And really it's to help take you from social rookie to rockstar in just 21 days. And it's going to be lots of fun and super informative. And I break down the, all the information in the class into three easy to follow weeks of video training. And the first week it focuses on creating that rockstar first impression that we've talked about so much today. And, a little bit every day, creating that rock star first impression on Twitter, on Facebook. I talk about Instagram and I talk about Snapchat, which no one is talking about for actors, even though they should be. Yeah. Then week two, we go into what you know what to post. In fact, after week two, you will always know what to post when you have an acting gig or not. I even have a guide with 400 ideas on what to post when you're stuck. So this is something I've never released in any other classes. So it's pretty, it's pretty good stuff. And I'm even covering live tweeting for your career. Since you actually be required to do this, I have a day on live tweeting. And then we move into week three, which focuses on making those powerful connections with the people who can hire you using social media. And I have a bonus that helps you build your audience. And I teach you my system to help run your social media in 10 minutes a day or less. So that you can have more time to act, of course. So that's, that's those are the three weeks. And there's live Q&A calls with me. So you have access to me. And I, I probably sound excited because I am. I'm really yeah. proud of the course. And it's the first time I've ever actually covered all the main social networking platforms for actors together. Wow. And like I have my social media success, but it's broken down where you learn about Twitter. Then you learn about Facebook. Then you learn about Instagram. So they're taught separately. Right. But what I've been finding is that when you teach them separately, there's a disconnect with people's social media and mm. actors then get overwhelmed because they think, oh, I just learned Twitter. Now I have to learn Facebook. And so they go do their bio on Twitter and then they have to like regroup when they go do it on Facebook. But this challenge teaches everything together. So I help you find the right platforms. And then when we do bios, we create a bio and then I take you through the steps of changing it for the different platforms. So it's all taught together. Not that you have to be on all those platforms, but you do it together. And it really helps with not getting overwhelmed and really seeing the social networks as a system, which I think is a big problem for actors as they see them as separate, separate networks when really the biggest social rock stars out there use them to communicate and they use them as a system to, to build their audience and, and to, and to, uh, to build relationships with their audience. So I'm excited about it. It starts at the end of February and the challenge actually starts on March 13th. And it's going to be 21 days of a lot of, a lot of, you know, it's going to be hard work, but it's going to be fun. It's going to be really great. And I think there's gonna be a lot of actors that 
really start creating that great first impression, start meeting people that they want to meet. And that's exciting to me that I'm able to do it and help more people all at once. Oh and I can't solve it. That is why it's so exciting having you on this podcast. I mean, for one, you're super excited about what you do. Two, this is a hell of a resource. This is so, so critical. I think anyone who is serious about having a career in acting should attend your courses, should get in contact with you. It is just a no brainer. You need to get that training. You need to to learn how to do it effectively. This is so, so critical. Social media is such an important part of what we do as creatives that it's just a no brainer. And it's so cool that, you know, there's someone like you out there that is done the leg work that's really helping folks connect with others and to really boost their audiences and to really utilize these tools effectively. I think it's fantastic. And uh, I just think that uh, anyone listening to this podcast, you just need to check her out, period. There's just, you don't hesitate. <laughs> well, thanks, Max. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, as soon as you are done listening, now, folks, if you're listening, continue to listen to the rest of this podcast, obviously. But after you are done, go to marketingforactors.com, follow you on Twitter, all that other stuff that we'll plug here shortly. But you're just, these are just essential tools. And even if you think you know everything about Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube, et cetera, et cetera. You still need to check this out. I mean, you will. I think you'll be surprised what you don't know. Like things change all the time. In my in my challenge, I'm even covering networking strategies to get on people's radar using Insta stories. I mean, this is up to date information that does not exist out there for actors. And I try to create courses that that I know I wish I had if I was still acting and because I know this would this would help me and I really try to keep it I'm not going to announce the cost of it but it's uh let's just say it would be like 21 coachings with me which right. would be very expensive and I'm doing it for less than one coaching with me like oh my a fraction of the cost of one coaching with me so it's you know it's it, I'm trying to make it a no-brainer because actors need it and yes. I know I know you know how hard you work and you know that you sometimes have to wait tables and money's tight so yes. I I, I You know, I I like that I'm able to do it affordably as well. Yeah, that's so, so critical. And and not only that, I mean, you're also giving away a lot of free tools, too, as well. And and I think folks should really recognize that. I mean, you just have to invest if you're serious about any career, no matter what you do. You do have to invest. I mean, people invest in headshots, invest in all these other things. Hell, if you've invested such and such in headshots, but you don't know how to utilize those headshots or where to utilize them or, you know, how to even utilize social media so that things such as headshots and your resume and your reel are useful like it's it's kind of like <laughs> i don't know it's kind of like putting the chicken before the uh the egg or whatever that uh whatever that uh, slogan is or whatever that <laughs> i probably butchered that but uh you get my point folks it's like you know you you got to step forward with both feet uh and it's really important that you really get your social media game intact Otherwise, you're kind of wasting your own time. So it's really, really critical to connect with uh, someone like Heidi. And I'm not just being a talking head here. I This has got me fired up myself. I am not a social media expert. So it's something that I'm even curious about because, it's as you said, Heidi, it's constantly changing. You know, nowadays we just live in a culture that uh, it's where social media is critical. So, you know, might as well be on top of your game. I think knowledge is power in this industry. It really, really is and how you utilize that you know that knowledge is often even more critical so 
Wow. Folks, yeah, check out. A social out. savvy actor is an attractive actor. That's so to, true. To, to cast. It, they really are. And I'm not talking about followers, but if you know how to use social media, it's really attractive. It's even attractive on a, a human level. You know, yes. everyone knows somebody that's really good at social media and maybe you're jealous of them because they, they know how to do it. It's really an attractive, cool trait. It, it instantly makes you cool. So go read my blog and you'll get cooler, right? <laughs> I love that. I love that. Uh, Heidi Dean for uh, president. <laughs> I'm too busy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you don't want to get messed in all that garbage anyway. So it's, it's, it's I got a two-year-old too, so just, I'm, I'm a busy, I'm a busy woman. <laughs> My goodness, gosh, fantastic stuff. Now, Heidi, I've got to do something here to you, and you know, I, I hate to do this. I mean, it's something that I have to do to you that I do to all of my guests. So I'm not, you know, I'm not being um you know discriminatory here it's just not just the Heidi thing but i i've got to do this to you and it's it's one of those things where i wonder if you'll hate me afterwards or if uh, i don't know oh, I, yeah it's 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 like it's it's really uh, i've got to think about this you know think about this for a minute here do i really want to do this to you i mean you've shared so much information and it would be so rude of me to do this, but hmm. I'm going to do it. I got to. Are you ready for this? I mean, I've got to ask you at least give you a little bit of a warning. Are you ready for this? Because it's it's something that I really feel bad about. I, I It's a genuine thing. I, I just feel bad about having to do this to you because you've been so wonderful. I mean, you're happy and everything's great. And I just don't want to change that. But I've got to do this to you. All right. Well, I'm ready. I have no idea what you're talking about, but I'm ready. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You just dive right in and. Um, hmm. See, I, I needed to think about whether or not I should actually do this to you again. You know, it's you've been so kind. You dive right in. You're just like, I'm ready. Jeez, that's. Ah, forget it. I'm doing it. <laughs> Heidi, this is the part of the show where I ask our guests to share a fun fact about themselves. Now, Heidi, this fun fact that I'm asking you to share has to be something that people don't know about you. So it can't be just any old fun fact. Heidi. It's got to be something that people don't know about you. And me being the devilish person that I am, I'm going to put the spotlight on you, Heidi. The floor is yours. A fun fact that people don't know about you. Hmm. Like no one in the world knows about me or just yep. your listeners? Nobody knows. <laughs> yep. Nobody knows. That's hard. Somebody would have to know something. Hmm. Ah. Well, it can't be nobody knows. Uh, <laughs> 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 well, I, I'm obsessed with cowboy boots. I don't know. Uh, oh. Most people don't know that. My husband knows it, of course. Nice. But I, yes, I love cowboy boots. I have since I've been a little kid. And I've got about, I think I have 23 pairs now. And like nice. Wow. Not like, you know. And so I'm like, I'm very obsessed with, with my cowboy boots. Interesting. So, <laughs> do not know that. <laughs> what so you have a obsession with 
cowboy boots. Now, is there a certain type or style or brand that you prefer? That is fascinating. I like all different types. Um, my corral boots are like really comfortable. So those those are my favorite. And my my basic brown corrals are like not anything to write home about, but they they match everything. So nice. I, those are my favorite. Nice. But uh, so yeah, I I have a little obsession, and it's I don't know why. I maybe. Because when I grew up in California, I used to sing. I, I mean, I still do sing. Yeah. But I, I learned to sing on country music, actually, when I was a child. That's what my dad played. So I think that's probably why and why I probably got my first pair of country or the cowboy boots. Yeah. And, you know, don't judge if you, you know, don't that's like country cool. music. But I, I just love cowboy boots. So. Wow, that's fascinating. I've always wondered, like, how do you find a comfortable pair? The times that I've tried them, they weren't so comfortable. My gosh, but I have big feet, too, so I, I wonder if that's part of the problem. <laughs> but you got to break them in, too. Ah. Sometimes when they're new, they, they're, they're like any kind of, kind of shoes. Yeah. And especially because of leather, so you really do have to have to break them in. I get a lot of them in New York City, actually, at thrift stores. Oh, cool. No, no one wears them here, but I get, like, really good boots in the city. And a lot of those are broken in already. So that's, nice. a, that's a good way to experiment and get some. Well, that's pretty <laughs> fascinating. Do you have a, a favorite color? Um, I, Like I said, my basic browns actually match everything. Yeah. So I wear that. I have these really awesome pair that have, like, this heart on the front. Almost looks like a Twitter bird on the side. Those are my favorite. But I don't wear those out a lot because they're really nice. And yeah. I don't want to match. <laughs> it sounds that's, stupid. But <laughs> no, that's cool. That's actually pretty cool. Out here, folks, where I always see, um, I always see ladies wearing the uh, the Uggs uh, boots. Uh, they're quite different from the Cowboy boots. Yes, <laughs> I don't have the Uggs, but that's because I have enough boots for every day of the year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's kind of kind of funny. Now you have me imagining a, an Ugg uh, cowboy boot hybrid. Oh my, that's just outrageous. I don't. <laughs> Oh, uh, what the And same. I think my proudest moment was when I got my, I have a two-year-old, but yeah. she's already had two pairs of cowboy boots. So oh my I'm, God. I'm Adorable. pretty proud. And she loves them because she wants to be like mommy. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're fashionable though. You know, cowboy mm -hmm. boots are always fashionable. They always look nice. Yeah. They're, they're the ones I have are, they're beautiful. They're really, they're really great. Nice. Very cool. Fun fact. I appreciate you sharing that with our listeners. Nice. Very <laughs> interesting. Cowboy boots. Okay. Okay. Does the husband wear them? He doesn't have a pair. We're always looking what? for something, but he has a really popular size of feet. So sometimes it's hard. Like if I go to a thrift store in the city, yeah. there's no way we can find one for for him. So, um, so he doesn't have one. But oh hey, my. if you see one, you know, size 11 for men out there, buy it. Send it to me. You'll make him happy. <laughs> oh my goodness! I gotta. I'm gonna say something to him. Hey, sir, you gotta get a pair. She likes the boots. <laughs> she likes the cowboy boots. <laughs> Hopefully he gets that uh, message. Just one pair, you know. He can surprise you with it. That would be fantastic. He'd rather he'd rather get me a pair. So uh, that's, uh... <laughs> oh, that works too. Good stuff. He knows. He knows. He knows. <laughs> he knows He's what a to do. Smart man. Yeah, that's that's good stuff right there. I'll give him a fist bump for that. Uh, cool fun fact there. Now you are someone that appreciates a good inspirational quote or two, and you posted an Al Pacino quote a little while back that reads. You're only as good as the chances you take. And I think that's a fantastic quote and a piece of advice in general. What are your thoughts about that statement? I, I couldn't agree with it more. I mean, if anyone that spends a second with me on social media knows I love posting quotes that will motivate actors uh, yeah. to take chances, to create their own opportunities. So any quote like that 
definitely. I think I posted something today. Actually, I was on yep. I was on Twitter during our little break. <laughs> you know, sometimes the smallest step in the right direction ends up being the biggest step of your life. You know, take that step. So, you know, you create your own future, whether you're doing it on social media, one post at a time, or you do it with just the little steps you do, you know, in your day to day life, you're creating your future. So it is up to you where you want your future to go. I think a lot of people, you know, make excuses why it's why things aren't happening. And it's always based on the people around them. But no, really, it's it, a lot of the things in your life are you're, you're creating that future, you're creating your outcomes. And, you know, so be as prepared as you can. So when those opportunities come, you're ready for them. You're ready to, to take them and, 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 and run with them and, and do what you can with them. Mm, wow. Excellent advice right there. And before we wrap, how would you like to see your services and your company really, for that matter, grow moving forward? Do you have a wish list you'd be willing to share? What would you like to see change? Because you're doing so many amazing things, but is there anything that, you know, is kind of on the horizon that you'd like to see for this upcoming year and moving forward? Yeah, well, just in the last year alone, I've moved away from consult you know, doing consulting as much to and really being picky with who I um, who I work with, which is really nice. And, you know, I have an application process if you want to work with me. So moving away from just working 24 seven with with individuals and then going into the online sp online space and and being able to help more people. So really just diving into that. Perhaps uh, I might be starting a Facebook group coming up. Mm, yes. Details soon. And that would be open to everybody and really diving into Facebook Live and doing more of that within the group because Facebook pages with their algorithm, I want nothing of them right now. They haven't affected uh, groups and I really would love to perhaps form a community where I can help people and not have it, you know, have someone else decide whether they can see the post or not. So uh, that might be an, another way that I'm taking the business. So just really finding ways to reach to reach actors and help them because everyone learns differently. We were talking about this before before we started that, you know, some people learn from podcasts, some people learn from reading blogs, some right. people like watch my YouTube videos. So really just finding that that area where people say, hey, you know, that would really help me. So I always take suggestions. I'm on Twitter every day, numerous times a day. Yeah, you are. Instagram too, <laughs> but always on Twitter. So if you have any anything you'd like to see me do a class on, or I'm doing a lot of web classes this year too, free web classes. So if you, is there a topic that you want me to talk about that you think would help you or help your friends, let me know. Find me on social media. Write me at Heidi at marketingforactors.com. That's the number four. And I'll do it, you know, or I'll consider it. And so I'm I'm just very open to hearing what what actors need and what would help them and then creating content around that. So it's not that I don't have goals for the year. I do, but it's a lot of it is really fluid because I'm in social media. I want to do what's going to help, you know, artistic community and help actors succeed more on social media. Oh, it's fantastic. And do you ever get the bug to act? Does it ever? Uh... People ask me that all the time. Yeah. I don't really anymore. I think I'm just so busy. I mean, my I, I work like really long days. <laughs> I, <work laughs> I can like... imagine. You're always working. You're always <laughs> tweeting. It's like every. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a kid, you know, so it's um, my life is very, very busy. So right now I don't even I think I don't think about it because I can't even figure out how I would fit it into my, yeah. my life. Right. It's when I see a really good piece of work, like if I see a really good movie or really if I see like a really good show in, right. in this, then sometimes I go, oh, wow, you know, I miss that. I miss that feeling. I miss, I, I miss you know, I miss that. So, but I, I don't get it that, that often. And my husband's still very into, you know, in the business. So I think I'm, I'm still connected to it because of that. So I think that also helps me 
not miss it as much because I, you know, he's on TV, he's you know doing shows and I can right. still connect it to yeah. it in that. I got to bring him on the show. My goodness. He's fantastic. Yeah, he's, he's great. And he's got quite a uh, social media following and he has proof that social media is not too hard to learn. Yeah. And he hates tell people this, but he's, he was never good with technology. Really? <laughs> oh, it's surprising. Cause he, yeah, he's, he's doing his thing. He, he's yeah, fantastic. He's got, I don't even know, 27,000 Twitter followers. Uh, <laughs> you should now, take credit for that. <laughs> yeah. do, you, do you take credit? I, for- I do. Cause I'm the one who taught him, you know, how to build this audience. <laughs> I love now, that. <laughs> I'll take full credit. <laughs> I but, love that. Yeah. You know, he's living proof that if you're not good at technology, you can learn social media and you can you can learn to utilize it for your career because he's gotten so many opportunities in the past couple of years because of social media from interviews to teaching opportunities to jobs. So he's living living proof that anyone can learn it. And sorry, honey, for saying it. But yes, anyone can learn it (laughs) (laughs) and you can learn it and you can thrive and you can do really well on social media, not just have like, you know, a little bit, but you can do really well. Oh, my God, that is so encouraging. And my goodness, you fired me up here, miss. Goodness gracious, this stuff is exciting. Now, before we wrap here, feel free to replug all of the ways that folks can get in touch with you, you know, websites, Twitter, Facebook. Let's replug those, whatever you want to share. Okay, great. Yeah. But basically go to marketingforactors.com. That is the number four. And uh, and take a look at if you just want a starter course on my site, go to the blog. I have over 50 free articles and resources to help you rock your social media for your career. Completely free. So head right to the blog tab and see what's there. Then go to the online courses tab and I've got that free Twitter for beginners course. So if Twitter is something that you want to do or you want to be better at, Start there. It's free. So you have nothing holding you back. Download the ebook at, uh, it, you'll pretty much find it almost on every page of the website, but you can find it on the uh, page uh, forward slash cinema or forward slash ebook. So that's a good place to start. And then, of course, you can always join me in my social rockstar challenge coming up next month and or any of my courses in the future. So check out the site and definitely find me on Twitter at marketing for actor, the number four no s on that and instagram is um at marketing for actors so they give you one more character on instagram (laughs) (laughs) fantastic now is there any advice that you would like to share with someone that might be listening to this podcast and maybe they don't have the resources and maybe they want to do what you're doing right now even maybe they just don't know where to start and maybe they don't have the confidence is there any advice you would give that individual that is listening. I'd say just don't fear social media. A lot of people, they fear what to post. They fear what people are going to think about them. They they approach it from fear of technology. It's just there's a lot of fear going into using social media. And don't fear it. Just look at it as as a way to create opportunity. And I tell all my clients that you're creating your future one post at a time. So if you really look at social media, no matter what, you know, if you're using it for your acting career, you're using it for a business, create your future one post at a time. And, you know, learn in increments. There's, like I said, there's lots of resources on my site that will help you do that. Oh, and that workshop that I'm going to be doing, that free web class will help you create your future one yes. post at a time with 20 posts so but really just remember that you know create your future you know one post at a time social media can do that it can it can change your career and it can change your life it it's changed my life my god what excellent advice that is and heidi i want to thank you for coming on this podcast today and allowing listeners to learn a little bit more about social media marketing and your wonderful services it is truly 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 been a pleasure 
having you on the show. So I appreciate you staying over a little longer and informing our listeners of, of the information they need to know. I mean, it's really need to know information, but I think we're going to fade out here. What do you think? That sounds great. And thank you so much for having me. And thank you, everyone, for joining me and tuning in. My goodness. Well, it has been a treat having you on the program. And ladies and gentlemen, that was Heidi Dean. Make sure you check out her website. She will show you step by step how to use social media to create more opportunities. She'll show you how to build an audience. She'll show you how to make more powerful connections with the people you want to know. On that note, we will be back with more after this break. You are listening to the Cinema After Dark podcast. My name is Max Cole and I host this show. Hopefully you are feeling inspired. It's been a wonderful time this evening. I want to thank you for listening to this program. Make sure you tell someone how to follow this show on Twitter at Cinema After Dark. You can also subscribe to our show on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Again, thanks for listening. We'll be back with more shortly. And welcome back to the podcast here this evening. Before we wrap, I want to thank our guest tonight, Heidi Dean. What a great, great, great discussion that was. Make sure you share this podcast with your friends. And I know you've got some in the industry. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast right now. But make sure you share this discussion with them. I'm sure it's information that they could utilize. I also want to thank you all for tuning in tonight. Obviously, this show doesn't exist without you listening. So thank you for tuning into this podcast. Please spread the word about this show. Show someone how to follow us on Twitter at Cinema After Dark. Show someone how to access this podcast on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, and on Google Play. 